Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with last night's 200th episode of AEW Dynamite broadcast live on TBS from the Yingling Center in Tampa Bay, Florida. In the main event, Hikaru Shida regained the AEW World Women's title from Tony Storm. New AEW Women's World Champion, Hikaru Shida! What a great way to cap off a celebration of AEW. We just, we just made history! The heart of a champion, the instincts of a champion, Hikaru Shida! becomes the ninth AEW Women's World Champion, as well as a two-time AEW Women's World Champion. Sheeta previously held the belt for over a year from 2020 into 2021, the longest reign in the history of the title. The main event for AEW All-In from Wembley Stadium on August 27th was officially made with AEW World Champion MJF offering Adam Cole a contract for a title shot during an in-ring promo segment. I, I don't match well, dude. I'm shocked, but I'm, I, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say, guys. I, I really don't. It's going to be massive. I mean, giving him an opportunity for the world title at Wembley. Max. Max, I love you, man. I love you too, dude. Incredible. Oh, man, my God. Oh, dude. I'm going to be honest. I'm obviously going to win. In a six-man tag team match, the Elite defeated Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh when Kenny Omega pinned Lethal. Rob Van Dam made a surprise appearance on the show, issuing a challenge to Jack Perry for the FTW title. On next week's Dynamite, Van Dam appeared during a segment that was to feature a match between Perry and Jerry Lynn. During a pre-taped video, the Mogul Embassy beat up Nick Wayne as retaliation for Darby Allin's perceived betrayal of new Embassy member A.R. Fox. In other results, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions Aussie Open retained against Commander and Ijo Del Vikingo. Trent won an Anything Goes three-way match against Penta and John Moxley pinning Penta and Kanosuke Takeshita and Chris Jericho defeated Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia when Jericho pinned Garcia after outside interference from Don Callis. In WWE news, federal agents executed a search warrant and federal grand jury subpoena on Vince McMahon, according to a statement made by WWE CEO Nick Khan on yesterday's quarterly company earnings call. The actions were taken against McMahon on July 17th. The orders have been made on McMahon in connection with the ongoing investigation into alleged hush money payments made by McMahon over the years to former WWE employees as reported last year. No federal charges against McMahon have been made, but rather a demand for documents which relate to the investigation. Said McMahon in a separate statement released to CNBC, quote, In 2022, WWE formed a special committee to review allegations of misconduct against me. That review was concluded in November 2022 following an extensive investigation. Throughout this experience, I have always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. 
I am confident that the government's investigation will be resolved without any findings of wrongdoing, end quote. On the earnings call, Khan also addressed McMahon's recent spinal surgery, indicating that the WWE chairman is on a medical leave of absence and will remain so until he is fully recovered. Khan discussed WWE's ongoing media rights negotiations for Raw and SmackDown and the current deals with USA Network and Fox, which expire at the end of this year. Um, last time, having been across that negotiation, the starting prices of where we were for Raw and SmackDown were far, far less than the starting prices now, uh, which means deeper and longer conversations. All of those conversations have been productive. Uh, we remain quite optimistic on it in terms of time. I've often said in negotiations, you can control a lot of the process. You can never control the timing of the negotiation. So we feel we're there in full force with a robust product uh, that seems to have quite high ratings and relevancy at this moment. Uh, and we think the results will be uh, what we expect and hope they'll be. That audio courtesy of Russell Nomics. Quarterly earnings for WWE as reported on the call were as follows. Revenue of $410.3 million, a quarterly record and up 25% from the previous quarter. Improvement in viewership for the quarter in the key 18-49-year-old to 49 year old demographic, totaling a 26% increase for SmackDown and a 19% increase for Raw. And live event revenue increased more than 50% from the same quarter in 2022. In more AEW news, the elite quartet of Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page have officially re-signed with the company, according to Sports Illustrated. The four athletes who have been with the company since its inception in 2019 have reportedly signed multi-year renewals. In addition to being talent, Omega and the Bucks will continue in their roles as executive vice presidents within the company. Said Tony Khan yesterday, quote, as we celebrate tonight's 200th episode of Dynamite, I'm excited to share that Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page will be staying in AEW for years to come. We look forward to celebrating the great news with fans around the world. End quote. In ratings news, NXT drew its second highest audience of the year this week, averaging 717,000 viewers this past Tuesday night on the USA Network. That total is up 1.9% from last week's 703,000 viewers. This is the third week in a row that NXT has drawn 700,000 viewers or more, which has not been accomplished since April 20th to May 4th, 2021. For the second week in a row, NXT scored a .23 rating in the key 18-49-year-old to 49 year old demographic, which equates to 298,000 viewers on average. The show's .23 key demo rating matches last week's, but the average was up 1,000 viewers for the night. The .23 demo rating NXT has snared the past two weeks of the highest for the program since the show moved to Tuesday nights in April of 2021. In news from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented day 12 of the 33rd annual G1 Climax Tournament yesterday in Hiroshima, Japan. Block C matches were won by Shingo Takagi, Eddie Kingston, Hanare, and Mikey Nichols. Kingston, David Finley, and Evil lead the block with eight points apiece. Victorious and Block D matches were Tetsuya Naito, Hiroki Goto, Toru Yano, and Alex Coughlin. Naito, Zack Sabre Jr., and Jeff Cobb lead the block with eight points apiece as well. Day 13 of the G1 Climax is scheduled for Saturday in Osaka, Japan. And in injury news, Nick Aldis is out of action with a back injury. 
The former two-time NWA world champion who just finished up a short run with Impact Wrestling announced on Twitter yesterday that he would have to cancel two upcoming bookings for which he'd been advertised. The first being a show this weekend in Chicago for the Dreamwave promotion, and the other a match that had been scheduled to take place in Puerto Rico later this month. Stated Aldis, quote, I've been dealing with a back injury for a while and it's at a point where I can't deliver at the level I deem acceptable for fans. I'm sorry to let people down, especially the promoters who have been so understanding and professional. See you down the road, end quote. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall. Just the Wrestling News. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.